Alrighty, real quick before we get into this week's episode, I am joined here by Coaster Bro to tell y'all about a little project we've been working and teasing on for a little bit here. Coaster Bro, you want to tell the cuzzies uh, what we got in front of us? Yes, yeah, so this is called a Patreon. And for those of you that have been living under a rock, I do want to explain that to you. Uh, essentially, Patreon is um, a monthly subscription or annually, depending on what you're choosing here, where you basically are donating to us to help us keep the show running as well as um, increasing the quality of the show. And by donating a specific amount, you also get perks back that um, add some exclusive content for you to consume. We got perks in fun tiered categories, all themed to things that we got in our Discord. We got our first tier, the Junior Scrambler. Including our Junior Scrambler, three bucks a month. You guys can have ad-free episodes, early access when we got that available for y'all, and some polls and giveaways from uh, Coaster Bros, Cuzzy's Supply Closet. Is that what you called it? Something like that, yeah. And then the next step, that's a $3 a month. The $5 a month is uh, an upgrade here. We're going moving to the Sizzler. It will include everything that Logan just mentioned, as well as access to Cancelled Cuzzy, which is our bonus off-topic episode where our hosts get together and just talk about life and whatever crosses their minds. Generally not roller coaster related, but I can't promise that roller coasters won't get brought up. It is what brought us together, isn't it, Logan? Now it is. The inaugural one that we got tossed up for the you guys on there already. We spent the first 20 minutes or so talking about kind of like little moments in history of how this all came to be things we loved about the early days of the cuzzies and prayer coasting. So definitely things that you might want to check out there. And you don't want to miss out on it. And then you also will get a welcoming gift, a sticker of our coaster cuzzies logo, which is going to be pretty cool. Definitely. And then we got another, we got another tier too, Logan. Now we do. We got the official scrambler tier here at 10 bucks a month. This is kind of like, I guess the big old tier, the one that includes all the stuff that we might potentially want to do. Everything we talked about before as well as a monthly hangout. We're going to have to get our lives together for y'all. If we get any patrons in here, we'll organize a Zoom chat, have that going one night a month kind of idea, get a nice little talk going, connect with you guys all a little bit more on a personal level. We'll also shout you at the end of the episode, because why not? If you're going to help contribute and donate that much to us, we'll reflect that on the show as well. And on the icing of the cake, the cherry on top for all you coaster nerds out there. We'll let you put your trip report on the show. We'll start airing it on there. Giving us 10 bucks a month. I think that's worthy of you guys having a trip report access on the uh, main feed here. Yeah, so $10 a month gets you access to literally be on the show, which is pretty sweet. Um, And we also do have, for those of you like, oh, man, I really miss Prairie Coasting. What do we got for them? We have a prayer coasting archive tier. This, I didn't really want to put a tier because I didn't want to, but Patreon kind of is like, you guys need a tier. So $1 (laughs) a month, you guys can have access to the prayer coasting archives. That's also included in all the other tiers. But even if you just want to be in here, get the prayer coasting archives. It's a buck a month. That's the lowest I could do. I just wanted a place for it to exist online without me paying for it to be hosted on a feed constantly. And we also have a couple episodes in the Prairie Coastings that we yanked down from the main feedback in the day because Logan talked about his job and et cetera, stuff like that. But now that's behind a paywall. It's back up for all y'all to listen to. So if you want to go back to the mental depressed days with Logan and Mitch, we have a place for that on Patreon as well. Which is why I fell in love with the both of you in the first place. So um, even at $1 a month, 
you're looking at um some pretty fun content there for sure and that's not accessible anymore uh out on the interweb yes but patreon is a great way to support the show no pressure to join but if you do want some additional content from us um it does help the show out and helps us to grow as well uh, so thank you very much for considering and i hope you enjoy this week's episode We are back! Well, two of us at least. We had a third that was out of function and we're supposed to use our recording as an excuse to get out. Toaster Bros MIA. Me and Mitch, we're going to be talking about Europe, posters, birth charts. Is that a thing? Birth charts, Mitch? Mm, yes. Uh, what else do we want to talk about today? Discord stuff, maybe? Poster names? All of the above sound like a great time to me. God-awful intro. <laughs> it, well, you know what? We'll make it work. I like it. I like it. No, that's fine. We're just going to keep kicking and rolling with this. You know how the vibe is with you and I. Very just cut loose and we just keep rolling. Absolutely. 100%. But say, with, that, with that being said, how are you? What is new? What is going on with you? How are you? I see you are sans clothes right now. Yes. Uh, yeah, not, no clothes. Logan is topless. We're letting them... Just hang out right now. It's freaking hot out here, y'all. I hate summer. I like summer, <laughs> but I don't like heat. I'm just very complaining when it comes to weather because, like, I hate my minus 40s, but I'd rather have a minus 40 than I'd rather have a plus 30. What, what's 30 degrees in Fahrenheit? Like 80, 86. 86. Yeah, I was going to say 86. Yeah. So I'd rather have a minus 40 than an 86 on the Fahrenheit chart because. You can deal with cold, with heat, you're just kind of stuck on that constant state of sweat. Like, I'd imagine this is what the Everglades feels like in Florida. But more humid, like more humid than where you are. Oh, no, a thousand percent. But just like the idea of constantly having not quite a full on sweat, but just like the sticky part of like the pre-sweat stick is what Mm -hmm. pisses me off. And I hate so much. Well, um, it is. See, I like summer and I don't like the sweat part of it, but. I don't know. I don't think I prefer the negative 40 Fahrenheit slash Celsius. I, I like maybe I prefer like to, to maybe 30 degrees. I maybe prefer like 10. Like I don't mind 10 degrees. It's nice. But once it get colder than that, I just, I hate cold. There's something about below 10 degrees. I'm like, fuck, I hate this. I mean, it's fair because winter is just all like one color. It's all either white or black. And it's just on like, it feels like there's no brightness. Versus summer, you have all the brightness, but the brightness is a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. So moral of the story is you are very warm right now. The air conditioning is not turned on in your house for some strange reason. No, but I have got one of those, uh, you know, like them like $12 Honeywell fans you can get at like a Loblaws or a Walmart. Yeah, Absolutely. I got one of those blowing on my crotch right now. And it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know what? You need that the under air. It's like you need that under air circuit because like there's certain points in your body that gets the warmest. It's like your head, your armpits, your nether regions. You got to yeah. keep those cool. Yeah, exactly. We're just working on the whole making sure we don't chafe in any part of our body and we stay Ooh. cool. Chafing. Oh, I have had some Disney days of chafing. Let me tell you, that is not a pre- <laughs> not a pretty sight. Yeah, I think we can save that for a story that is not on the potty. (laughs) (laughs) That's on our OnlyFans. 
which we may be starting up, but maybe not. I we were actually having this conversation before we started recording today. I'm like, man, if only I had access to certain places, because holy smokes, I have a couple side hustles going on. A one hundred percent. So, I'll, I'll actually let us know in the Discord if you want to hear that story. It's uh, it's it's great, but uh, summer and and humidity. It's it's a different challenge than than the the minus forty and um yeah mm. so I accept you as you are for topless woo that's good yeah I put the warning on the document and everything but uh, yeah I know life things that wasn't really life related that was just my constant state right now like my vibe if you will yes yes not a great vibe actually if you think about it like I'm mentally better than I just described myself as there but anyway rolling with the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, rolling with the day. I finished up my last ever shift at my least favorite pool to work at. So that's a beautiful thing today. Woo woo. Love it. Mm-hmm. Outdoor pools are opening up in two weeks from when this episode drops. So that's exciting. And I don't have to work them this summer because I'm taking it off to just travel. Amazing. That's that's great. Yeah, you're close to being done done. Oh, yeah. Two more shifts left in this thing. Uh, one more after it drops. So when uh, Saturday rolls around this week, y'all pour one out for Logan because he's officially out of his job that he hates so much. Oh, it's so that's such an I mean, it's the end of an era. And I think there was times where the job was awesome. And I think yes. it helped help through pandemic, you know, going through other struggles that you've talked about extensively in the podcast um, and also on Prairie Coasting. But I think where it is now, and especially I would say in the last year, year and a bit where it's been really kind of taken a nosedive, um, I think it's really good that uh, you're moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah, a thousand percent. I'm not going to shit talk my job quite yet on the podcast, but the one thing I'll drop just to give you guys an idea, uh, leading up to the pandemic, when things were shutting down and whatnot, Logan was on the pool deck guarding the pool. Listening to the radio in between sets of waves when all of a sudden we heard, oh, breaking news, this just ends, you know, the city of blank is shutting down their sites, effective tomorrow, Uh, yeah, more news will be posted, yada, 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 and everybody just stops swimming and looks at me, and they're like, oh, so no more pools? And I'm like, I just just lost my freaking job. They didn't even send us Mm -hmm. an email or anything. I found out I was laid off on the radio, and that's... uh, that was the good part. Since then, it's just been downhill, but uh, we'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. We'll go on to more happy things, travel-related. No, Mitch, you're going to do some traveling around here soon. I am. I am. Well, I mean, maybe I'll end with the big trip coming up, but okay. I think to start off with, Logan and I actually just before the podcast booked a couple more things for our for his trip out mm-hmm. east. So excited for that. Um, we're kind of, I think we've got most of it down. I, I think we talked about a couple more things we need to buy, but for the yes. urgent, like most important things, I think we've got it all. Yeah. All the things that were like hard set itinerary that had set times that we needed to make sure we're in on, we did. Uh, like you said, the only other things I'm worried about is potentially the water park and yeah, maybe six flags there, but I'll get around to getting my pass for Wonderland at some point here. Yeah, that makes. I mean, it's not a huge rush, honestly, but it but it makes it. It's nice to just get it in and get it done. One last thing to do on my itinerary, but overall, um, I mean, with you coming to stay at my place here, it's just yeah. super easy. I got your transit pass already. We got my days off, so it's uh, it's going to be a nice chill trip. And the nice thing is, like, we have our things booked for each day, but there's going to be a lot of up in the air. I think there's that we want on Saturday um, around the day of our um, the a big game we're going to like see the city and just kind of see what the vibe is like what do we want to do and see and 
the city, there's a lot to do in the summer and there's like cool events. So I think we're, uh, we got a good balance and I think that's uh, going to be a nice midsummer trip. You know, a thousand percent. When you look at it, like I was actually looking at our itinerary the other day and I got two days myself when you're at work to explore the city before we go and do our things that we got planned. And then we got a full day on the weekend to do that as well again. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that and just seeing what we want to do. Um, one question I got for you with the uh, fast lane passes and crap that they got for that. Uh, a, can you buy those online ahead of time? Or is that like an at the park deal? Buy them online ahead of time much for both Six Flags and and Canada's Wonderland, I highly recommend to buy them ahead of time because you don't have to like wait in line or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Canada's Wonderland's great. They actually added it. Um, maybe this is actually like some like cool park news they've done. I think actually I want to save this for another topic because Canada's Wonderland did a bunch of cosmetic changes that I actually want to talk about maybe on okay. more on a coaster focused episode. But um, anyways, you can buy that ahead of time. And then at Six Flags, you buy it ahead of time as well. Um, and so the great thing, one I love the Six Flags one because you just like buy it ahead of time and you get in the park and you don't need to go to any booth or anything like that. You just like go in, you go in on, on your phone on in your browser and mm-hmm. ev- all you manage your fast passes there, like all, all that. So it's so much nicer. Um, Canada's Wonderland is nice because there's no waiting period and, th- and things like that. But yeah. I, I don't know. I like... I just I've always enjoyed the flash pass system and I've always enjoyed um, I'm not sure if this is rolled out yet but back in 2021 um Six Flags Magic Mountain had rolled out mobile order on their app okay. and I really enjoyed it so um uh, maybe we can t- maybe that's another topic for a future episode of like um you know f- technology in parks and what we what we like what we'd want to see but I think Six Flags I think either way once we buy those um, uh, tickets for Six Flags, we'll buy the uh, the Flash Pass at the same time. And then, yeah, you can buy um, the uh, Season Pass for Wonderland. Uh, and then you can also buy the, uh, the what's it called, Fastlane mm-hmm. at that time. Or you can buy it another time. It, it really doesn't matter. It's totally separate. So, so yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, no, because I'll definitely be getting uh, Fast Fastlane. Is that the Wonderland? Fastlane's one? Wonderland Flash Pass is, is Laurent. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll be getting the Fastlane for the day, we, my first day there with you for sure, because mm-hmm. you booked off work. And then I think as long as it's not going to be more expensive, I'll just save off getting it for the next full day. The Thursday, right? Yeah. I'm thinking I'll just save that for in between when I'm actually out east, as long as that's not going to hike up the price. No, no, it's the same. It's. As far as I know, it's the same price. You can buy the only thing is if it's a really busy day, they they might sell out. But I don't think I don't think they'll sell out. Like it's pretty pretty it's pretty infrequent they'll sell like they'll sell it on Canada Day and Victoria Day. Well, and you'd think they would sell out the park, would they not, or would they sell out online? Um, a little bit of both. So like okay. they have they have a cap. They have gotcha. like a daily cap they can sell. And so once that's reached, whether it be online first or if it's in person, they'll stop selling it. So I've seen on Victoria Day or some other days, it's pretty infrequent that at like, say, for example, 11 a.m., they'll stop selling selling um, fast okay. lanes. So, yeah. No, fair enough. Then we'll feel it out. But I think what the play is going to be is I don't know if I'm going to get one for Thursday or not, because do you have the all season one? I do, yeah, yeah. Okay, well then maybe I still will for Thursday for the evening because that would be nice to have. I was just more so thinking just in case for whatever reason we don't end up back there as one last full day at the park. The thing maybe- is, I 
I would say I would I don't know. It's hard to say because Sunday is like if we're gonna go on on a, on a weekend, especially like uh, that. Yeah. I would definitely recommend to buy it. Thursday's hard to say. Like I mean, it can be pretty hit or miss, but it can be pretty dead too. So I think we can also play that by ear. And I think that's just it. I'll save the Thursday by ear. But if we do decide, and I do see what the lineup is, to just to make sure, you know what I mean? Because that's what it comes down to for that one game if they're pitching or not if they are pitching then i do want to go to that if not then go to wonderland and i mean even then that starts at what like 11 12 so it's probably worth getting anyway yeah 100 so so yeah so that's uh that's we uh before the show we talked about those travels a little bit mm-hmm. um and then um i'm kind of figuring out some summer travel plans as well because i'm just going to do some smaller trips like going to a cottage weekend Ooh. here in Ontario in July, actually the weekend before you come, Logan, nice. and to go, go up to a cottage weekend. And then uh, going back to Calgary, I'm going back to my cabin in Calgary for a week in August, which is always amazing. Just like beautiful being the lake, being the mountains, which is so, so nice. And then also really, really wanting to plan a, actually I've, I've kind, of, kind of, we've got it pretty much confirmed. It's not a hotel, yeah. a, um, uh, a trip down to the U.S. Just a quick like trip. Maybe I can save the details for that later. But it's just a road trip from Toronto for a park I've never been to and a park that I love. That's adding a brand new coaster, which I'm sure you could easily dis- discover or, or deduce what that is. Um, don't don't quiz me because I actually don't think I could piece that together. <laughs> <laughs> I won't quiz you. Don't worry. Maybe the listeners. Let me know in the Discord if you can figure out, but based on that description, what that is. Um, and then planning trips for next year. Like, I think we all know that February is just the fucking worst. It's just absolutely awful. Say like, louder for the people in the back. It sucks. So I think now <laughs> I I think I need my for my mental health to go away and be in the sun or be somewhere that's not as cold and dreary as, you know, Canada in February. So I think I mentioned the show that Talia and I had booked Florida. So we're going to go to Florida, but we're not going to do the- theme parks just beaches and then um my dad my dad wants to do um a couple weeks in arizona as mm. well so i might do like a week working week in arizona so just lots of things on the on the on the radar for next year which i'm excited for um but it's kind of not as much park trips after that so yeah i never told you but it's 50 50 i'll be in uh my second no third ever country right after christmas oh what's what's the story do you want to tell the story now or yeah, this, sure. is very, this is a very travel episode and i'm liking it no, I'd like whatever you call it. A few weekends ago, when I went down to Regina to go visit uh, the girlfriend's family and just meet her halfway when she was out on her little internship for school, um, we were talking, and apparently they're going down to either Hawaii or Mexico for Christmas. And I had been invited. They said they'd pay for it, and that's like my Christmas present. And then I would just pitch in for a couple other things. Amazing. So, anyway, I'm finally going to actually get a passport just in case it does actually happen. Um, and as long as I'm able to go down there after like Christmas day itself, the 25th, there's a decent chance I'll actually end up summer warm for Christmas, which is kind of unreal to think about because everyone's all fantasizes about a white Christmas, but that's just because y'all have what, like a couple of little dusting of snow on the ground and it's Mm -hmm. not fucking minus 40. I I want the, like, you know, the feet in the sand, the palm trees up, like that's the kind of Christmas I dream about. And I'd be happy to never see snow on Christmas day ever again. (laughs) 
<laughs> that sounds amazing. Hawaii is very expensive, so I'd be surprised if they go. Yeah, Hawaii, Hawaii is like, especially at Christmas, is insane. Yeah, at um, uh, but Mexico would be. I mean, both would be amazing, but Mexico seems a bit maybe on the more realistic side for price. But either way, that would be amazing. Yeah, and that's what I think would be happening. And then I would just have to look into where they'd be staying, what they're all is to do. Because I don't think I'd really want to leave resort in Mexico because yikes. But uh, at the same time, you know, if it's, we're close to something, I might go check something out. It depends on where you are. I I mean, I love Mexico. I mean, okay. I have a lot, like last year, of course, as we talked about on the on Prairie, more so on Prairie Coasting. I keep always, I always mention Prairie Coasting. So hope you all have a good memory. But um, just to remind everyone that I spent a week in Puerto Vallarta last year, and then I spent two and a half unexpected weeks, unfortunately, because of a family emergency in Puerto Vallarta last year as well. And we didn't stay on the resort either time. We stayed in like Airbnbs and hotels. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. I think Puerto Vallarta is like one of my favorite cities that I've truly ever been to. But there are parts of Mexico that maybe I would stay inside the resort. And and also, too, there's some resorts in Mexico which are more in the middle of nowhere. So it's a bit more of a journey to get out there. Mm-hmm. But the great thing about that is when you're down in Mexico, you can have like them organize like a trip for you, like going to do like snorkeling through the underground yeah. freshwater caves in the Yucatan Peninsula or going to snorkel with turtles or going to see the the Mayan ruins. So I do recommend leaving the resort, but yeah. it depends on where you stay. It's some it's easier than others and more to do in some other places as well. No, I think that's just exactly it, right? Like I'm always down to go check some things out. It's just I got to do my research first before I yeah. even start thinking about that. No, absolutely. So that's, uh, that'll be great. I can't wait to hear all about it as that comes to fruition. And like, I think, I mean, after all these years of complaining about weather, I think it'll be so nice. And we've talked, we mentioned before that can it, it going away in the winter for Christmas, for New Year's or whatever is a very big Canadian pastime. Like I would say a majority of Canadians either do do it or have done it in the past. So yeah. Um, so yeah, you can join, join the legs. This will be, this is your year of traveling. This is amazing. I mean, next year, maybe even more. No, honestly, yeah. No, next year, it's in the works. I'm not going to say anything specific, but uh, it is looking like we might uh, do our best to get some sort of little cuzzy trip going on. Hell yeah. Um, but I think we'll... I think, I mean, the the, the uh, now that we're talking about travels and all this good stuff, we're talking about the major trip that I will actually, as you're listening to this... Well, if you're listening to this the first week or two it comes out, I will be in Europe at that time uh which is weird to talk about that it's like now but i'm recording this on the week before it comes out but i will be in europe for four and a half weeks for various things i think i mentioned i will be doing 10 days of theme parks one week in uh berlin and then just greece for the rest of the time uh you may or may not recognize the who i'm going to greece with which is miss talia i think the only person who's ever identified not as a man ever on the show or maybe no coaster bro's wife was on it once right well yeah that was before we hopped on and derailed the yeah. whole cuzzy's branding so True. yeah i kind of so getting getting that diversity <laughs> getting that diversity you uh, sound like freaking hr <laughs> l- literally thanks talia love you if you're listening <laughs> but um <laughs> So I think I can I can kind of go over a little bit of what I'm doing uh, in most of the time, but I can also go over parks, what I'm specifically excited for, um, and plans like that, because I think it's going to be a big, this is going to be the biggest coaster trip I think I've ever, it's hard to say, I've been on some big ones. In 2020, I went on a big one, um, but 
this is going to be like a very out of the box experience because like I've never I were renting a car. I've never driven uh, in Europe before. I've never driven anywhere but Canada and the U.S. before. So um, that that's on that. And then, um, yeah, starting off with a bang with the parks, like it's it's going to be a busy, busy 10 days. But I think we have a really cool trip planned that I'm excited for. So um, maybe I'll go through it day by day, Logan, and please stop me if you have any questions. So I'd like anything that you might might have, anything that comes to mind or just random shit. I was going to say, could we almost uh, do this as a game where Logan spouts out parks that he knows in Europe and we see if you're going there or Ooh, not? Okay, okay. Just to make I'm... it a little more interactive because I don't know a ton about Europe. So how many am I trying to get here? Seven. I'm trying to get seven parks. And then after this, you can go your day by day. But this I, I will like just it. Be a little it's, thing. it's a good way. It's a good like, remember the lightning rounds we used to do? This is, it oh feels like God. this. Yeah, I got so many ideas for the show. Um, if everybody will just get back on the same page here. But anyway, um, at the same recording time. Have a let the uh, watch. We're roasting him, and he's actually like <laughs> he's in the hospital like, or something bad. Yeah, I was gonna say something bad. So editing Logan if he's in the hospital. I'm gonna do a quick check of the weather because he is in Tornado Alley, and it is the springtime. So yeah, that's a good idea. I'm but... gonna do one check just to make sure we're like okay. Let's see, Kansas. I don't see any. I don't in the radar. I don't see anything around Kansas City. Yeah, well, we're gonna hope for the best because I'm gonna feel like a complete asshole if something actually happened. But uh, so editing Logan, if something happened, remove this. If edit, if not, if if he's just if he's just you know ditching us, whatever, just add all the bird. You suck, boo. Fuck you. That's that's what you you can keep that in. I'm that one, that one's on Mitch Coaster, bro. I'm gonna play the safe card just in case you are hurt. <laughs> I sympathize for you. All the hard feelings are from Mitch and not Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, lightning round. Here we go. Seven, seven parts seven in parts. Europe that I gotta try and guess. Um, there I think is. There'll be like two that you won't get. Okay, deal. Um, you're gonna Wallaby, Belgium. Are we going yeah. there? Yeah, I'm going to Wallaby, Belgium. Yeah, I know that one from uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. So shouts to that. Six Flags, Belgium. Yes. Oh, that was one of my favorite scenarios. But I'm not mm-hmm. gonna tangent off of there. Uh, second one. Do to do. Are you going to? Shit, what's the name of the one with all the theming in Germany? Fantasia Land, is that a place? Yes, going to Fantasia Land, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Are you actually going to Poland? Are you gonna try out Energy Land yet? No, okay. I, I it was on the it was on it was thinking about it, but this is really this was a German like a, a Germany slash Rhine trip, and Energy okay. Landia is like almost like fly to Krakow and go. So it was just not in the cards. Is there a park asterisk in like France or something? There is. I, we're not going to Paris. I would love to go to Park Asterix, but I but I, it's it's like after this trip, it'll be like no, high up there for me. Plopsa land. I am going. We're going to Plopsa land. That's the one with the ride to happiness right by the whole uh, Tomorrowland yeah, festival. I am, that, That's the I, one I'm most excited for to see your opinion on. Okay, so I'm. I, it's funny you say it. Like I talked to my friend Will, who I'm going with, and I'm like, I think this is going to be my number one. Like it's the last, it's the very last park we're visiting. Like out of all the parks, I think it's going to be my new number one. And like all the other ones look amazing, like Conda, Wallaby, Belgium. But I, I think, I just think that this is going to be my number one. It's just weird that I'm going to ride it before Time Traveler. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, so we got two. Let's see. Are you going? Well, if you're in Germany, probably Holiday Park. Yeah, Holiday Park. Expedition G Force, another roller coaster tycoon coaster. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's gonna be fun. That's like uh what is that? Like Millennium Force Light kind of idea? 
it's more it's millennium force but shorter but like apparently way wilder okay cool like it's more more like intense and airtime focused than is millennium there a force. movie park in germany there is we're not going to movie park movie park as much as i would love to um we decided between movie park and one of the other ones that you have left and we picked the other one of the other ones oh fuck i don't know if i really know any more european parks here you're missing a big one like a big big like the biggest park in europe the biggest park in europe yeah you're you're in a port adventura no but is that big is that you know i don't know i don't know european parks i barely know american parks so the the yeah you're missing one it's on the same level as port adventura i would say if not better same level as port adventura yeah you know what i'm i i don't know i'll let you list off the last few well, I'll give. How about I give you? I'll give you one or two lifelines each, so, so you can guess it. Okay, fine. Another si- another well, another one is another Six Flags scenario. The Holland one. Yeah, Wallaby Holland. Oh, I forgot that place exists. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that has the. Uh... Oh no, I don't know what Holland has. Uh, it has Goliath, the original Intamin, like the 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 again mm. another Millennium Force. That one yes. that is there. That one uh, looks like fun. Condor, the original SLC as well. Yeah. It has a, um, uh, a a clone of an out randomly an outdoor clone of Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, and then its number one draw right now is the RMC Untamed. Okay, isn't there some like Sky Park or something in Germany? I don't know. Mm, that doesn't sound. I, I just know there's that whatever that weird coaster that they have in Arkansas and in Finland where it like just takes you up, it does a barrel roll, and you fall down. There's one of those in Germany somewhere. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't find know what I'm talking about either. So I'll just let you finish <laughs> off here. <laughs> well, okay. The big one you're missing is Europe. Europe. Oh, Europa Park. Europa Park. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that place existed. And then this last one is the one I didn't think you would get. And so I'm I'm just going to tell you what their big new thing is. Because I think you have mentioned you're excited about it. Is they have... Both a family boomerang coaster and a new version of the of the um, SLC. It's the Vacoma suspended looping coaster, but it's like the new version of it. I don't. I don't know. That doesn't really ring a bell. Uh, all good trips drill. Oh, pfft. I know. I was like, I don't think you'd know that one. Yeah. That sounds like some random little like small town where the government just puts one of the gas stations in in the middle of nowhere in the desert in the states. Yeah, that sounds like what Tripsdale is. Yeah, yeah, Tripsdale, yeah, literally. Um, so that's what um, that's what we're going on, and that's so it's seven parks. I am very scared for the relaxing bit of it. I need to um, um, have a good enough time to chill, which I'm excited for Europa and Fantasia Land, even though they're both especially Fantasia Land is quite small. We're spending two full days there. So like just to get a lot of time, we're spending two nights at the hotel there. Cause there's, I really don't like like moving hotels every night. I know it's like a staple of a coaster trip and I've done it, but I really do prefer having just at least a second night in a place. I hate having to check, unpack your, like get in, go to sleep and then repack your stuff and then, and then go. So yeah. we're two nights at Europa park and then two nights at Fantasia land. And at Fantasia land, we're staying at one of their on-site themed hotels, which I am so excited for. If you're listening to this, the day it comes out, I, it will be the day that we have, we'll have checked out of that themed hotel at Fantasia land. And I am so excited for that to be just like right on site in one of their hope they're they're like that's the one hotel we want to spend a lot of uh, good money on because it was so um uh 
Uh, it was just so like themed and everything like that. So yeah, that's that's the trip. I yeah, I think you you recognize all the parks except Trips Trail, right? I think so. Yeah, I can, I could at yeah. least name you one type of ride at each one of those places. Yeah, Plop Slam is the other one I was kind of like back and forth on if you would know, but with Ride to Happiness, like I mean, it's like that's number one bucket list in the world for me. I think so. I it looks. I know. I'm just like. I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm preparing myself for how good it's going to be. Your um, feeling for walking in and seeing that is going to be like me walking into fucking galaxy land after not going on a ride for like 10 years and just like, oh, oh, oh yeah. these exist. Mm-hmm. It's not a uh, mythical thing in my head. And then I don't know if you remember this. This is one of the last coaster of the weeks we ever did on Prairie Coasting. We did Conda at Wally Belgium with yes. the new new coasters so that i'm also really because i think we think that was one of the ones we were like we're excited for this this looks good like it looked unique and different so i i'm really excited for that one as well um wallaby holland i want to go to i mean it's just like i feel like it has the six flags nostalgia it has the roller coaster tycoon nostalgia um i think goliath looks really good and then of course will has never been on in rmc rmc Logan's favorite, right? Yay. <laughs> yeah, number one. Woo. Can't you just feel the enthusiasm coming off of my body <laughs> and radiating through the airwaves right now? You know what? I want to be there, your first Steel Vengeance ride. I want to see what you think of it. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how you react to that as well. I, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if you're going to expect you're going to like it or not. I just want to be there. That's all. Yeah, I, I don't know what to expect either from that kind of experience so that'll, that'll be a good time when that eventually happens yeah it's hard with a coaster like that that's just like the hype is just so like mer. like it's 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 hard to you know sift through that a little bit but i want to be there yes um if you're down for it we got five minutes left on this zoom call oh how do you see that uh, mine says remaining meeting time it says five oh there minutes it is up yeah. Top. yeah uh so i'm thinking i'm gonna shut her down We'll start up a new one and we'll do a structured but quick overview of your trip. So people have mm. a good like linear idea and it's not just back and forth. Cause I know you and I have talked about it, but I yeah. think for the listeners, so they know what to expect and listen along to. That might be a good way to do it. That's a good idea. And then maybe we'll, after that, after the linear one, we'll get into the birth charts. Oh, this is going to be fun. You're missing out coaster, bro. I know. Okay, so we've had a lot of back and forth on this episode of joking around what this uh, trip is, but just to give the viewers, listeners at home, all y'all beautiful people, our cousins, if you will, if you mm. if you will, that's <laughs> the whole point, you know. Um, <laughs> so today that we are recording this is Monday, Monday, May fifteenth. Um, I leave on Wednesday, May fifth. I almost fucking said May 15th. I leave on Wednesday, May 17th, and it's an overnight flight to uh, Europe on the Thursday, the 18th. Land in London, pick up my friend Will, and then we go straight to Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Germany. Um, if you're into cars, it's where the Porsche factory is, I believe. That's what everyone said, Ooh. tells me. And then, so then we go to Trips Drill that day, because it's just outside of, um, out of, uh, Stuttgart that wasn't actually on the plan but we just land so early in Stuttgart we landed like one and so and it's such a small park that everyone we asked actually um, if you follow me on Instagram I asked a couple weeks ago is it worth it to go to Tripsville if you only have maybe like four or five hours and 
everyone that's ever went to it overwhelmingly said yes it was like apparently it's like what kind of like it's apparently it's a hidden gem park of germany like not one of the big uh, chains own it very well run um it said the theming's great the operations are good everyone says it's like a must see if you're in the area so nice. i'm ho- i'm hoping that i'll sleep on the plane i'm gonna take some melatonin i bought a net pillow because or else i'm gonna be fucking dead at that park so hoping to sleep at least five hours in the plane it's a seven or eight hour flight to london so i'm hoping i do and so i'm not dead for trips drill and then we go to a check in our hotel and then the friday and saturday we're at europa park so friday will be nice we have the full day for the same hotel thursday night and friday night saturday we're at europa again but we're going to kind of see how we feel at europa how busy it is and how much we want yet to do because then we'll leave sometime during that day and drive to holiday park our hotel near holiday park and then on, we're in Holiday Park on Sunday. I've heard from many people this park is absolute trash. It, it's like the shit. Like it's the same people who it's the same people who run Plops Line, but it's apparently even worse. But you go, you go for Expedition G Force and a couple other things, and that's it. So we're not planning on spending too long there. But it was on the way, so we're like, fuck it, we gotta go. And then we drive. It's not Sunday. We we um, uh, dr- leave Holiday Park whenever and drive and to check into the Hotel Matamba, which is the African or I don't know themed hotel at Fantasia Land. That's mm-hmm. like themed the same land as Black Mamba, the uh, inverted coaster there. Okay. So, which I'm very excited for. So that we're there two nights. That we're there um, Sunday night and Monday night. So a full day in Fantasia Land on Monday, which I think will be like perfect. Uh, Fantasia Land, interestingly, was the only park open on monday and tuesday in this area and it just perfectly worked out that we're Hmm. going on monday and tuesday and everyone we talked to was like it's going to be fucking dead it's going to be like an absolute ghost town when you go which is like just right up my alley so i am so excited for that hopefully hoping for lots of rides on terran fly black mamba all the all that good shit and i just i love the theming i love the fact that we're there two days and i i think we've said this before I want to take the time to enjoy the restaurants and the shows and Chiapas, the water ride. Oh my God, the water, the best, one of the best water rides in the fucking world. I can't wait to go on it. So, um, so yeah, that's basically brings us to where we are today. If you listen to this, the day it comes up on Tuesday. Um, and yeah, so on Tuesday, we leave from Fantasia Line at whatever time. We have our biggest drive, I believe, at this point, and that's when we're going up to Wallaby Holland. Okay. Wallaby, Ho- Wallaby Holland will be next on the list. And where it's Wallaby Holland is in the middle of fucking nowhere. I don't know. I looked at it a map. I'm like, holy shit. It's like nowhere. I thought it'd be near Amsterdam, but that apparently that is not correct. Interesting. Um, so we're at Wallaby Holland on Wednesday, the third, and then we drive to uh, Belgium, and we're going to do uh, Wallaby Belgium, which is just set of Brussels, on the um, on the Thursday, and then on the Friday we're doing Plopsland Japan, and then we're only doing that one for that's not for too long. I think we're only doing that from like ten to two or ten to three, and then I'm dropping my friend Will off at a concert uh, that he's going to and then i'm driving the rental car back to germany because apparently it's really expensive to drop off the rental car in a different country in europe i, I don't know it. i thought it was all the same but it's not and so going back to germany and then i go to berlin for a week so that is that was the that's a coaster part of the trip okay um it's seven parks about 10 days i think 
I'm definitely going to be exhausted near the end. I just don't have as much stamina as I used to for park trips. Like ever since I had COVID, to be honest, I just am so like my energy level is not there. Um, so I'm I'm hoping to like be as mindful as possible about that. Will is the same age as me. I think he we're really good about. I'm I'm going to be as communicative as I can. Um, if I only get a couple rides on some things, I'll be fine. But I I think the days of me marathoning coasters over and over again. Um, maybe not as, uh, as much as I used to. So, cause I kept the day, the first day Canada's Wonderland took it the fuck out of me. I was, I was exhausted the opening day. So we'll get along yeah. well out East then. Yes. I'm glad. I think we will. I think we'll be good at like matching each other's energy, figuring out what, um, what is going on and, uh, and where we're at in the day. Cause it's going to be hot too. They got to remember it's going to be fucking hot. Yeah. I think you and I will have a good match, especially you living a park day through my eyes. Cause Holy smokes. I went through Wonderland's website again and the amount of flat rides they have there. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about them. It's insane. It's insane. Like it's insane. When you think about it, the one thing I do have to give Wonderland is the great thing about that park is the layout. It's not like a super spread out park. You can, it's quite, all of it mm-hmm. is on top of each other. So that is nice. But yeah, you'd like the, the park days are going to be up to you. Cause I've done most of the stuff there. I haven't done a lot of the flat rides. Um, well, we but... talked about this too. You're not a amount of like dizziness and nauseous. Like I think we'll be right on the same page on that one as well. So should be good. I'll be bringing ginger chews as well. Gin- ginger always helps me with my nausea. I'll be doing my concussion exercises. That helps me with my eye tracking and the dizziness. Yeah. Um. So we can do that together. <laughs> my biggest yeah. one is just being hydrated. If I'm hydrated, mm. I can do a little bit longer. But the second that I get dehydrated, that's where the nausea really kicks in, which is why I'm going to be getting that uh, like the season pass, like drinks pass or whatever it is to add on to the season pass there. I looked at it, it and they have the just single use cups. Like I would love to get and be reusable and all that good stuff. But if I'm flying with just a backpack, I don't really want to have a reusable cup that I'm stuck it, looking around. It's it, the reusable cups are extremely annoying. They're extremely, uh, I would say, inconvenient unless you have a non-rider with you. And that's exactly why I'll go, unfortunately, the paper route there, which whatever, not the end of the world. It's totally fine. I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it makes sense. I think, and, and we'll also be careful about air conditioning too. Like I always take a break when I'm going to eat lunch. I sit inside mm-hmm. one of the air conditioned places and just eat. Like I don't try to do it on the fly or eat at one of the places that are outdoors. I actually do try to take that moment to um to do that and then there's also all the the water rides that get you nice and wet so you're not gonna go wait for a coaster to open while i eat my chicken tendies and oh, then god. yell at me to come ride with you and make a whole oh. big scene oh my oh god i forgot about what a weird story we didn't reflect on how fucking weird that story is no we really just kind of let it hit us we let it like graze over us so now when we actually like i sat back and listened to it i'm like huh that, that was a lot weirder than uh we made it out to be Oh God! Like, just oh, no wonder enthusiasts get a bad rap. I have a I have a separate conversation topic that is kind of along the lines of this, but I I kind of want to just put it in here, and I maybe maybe I want to post to the Discord as well. Yeah, I've been for some reason recently I've been seeing a lot of coast enthusiasts. If this you think this is about you, it might be, but it also is because I've seen multiple enthusiasts post about it. Is a lot of enthusiasts are saying like things are cringe. Oh, this thing is cringe. Liking this is cringe. Liking this, and I'm like. Do you understand that you are in a like a, a you you literally count credits and ride 
kitty coasters for for credits and you're calling this other thing cringe like seriously like they're not making fun of it being like cringe they're actually being like if you like this if you like x you're cringe and i'm like you're judging someone else based on what they like and you literally ride <laughs> mini fucking express and bumble blast for credits, I was like, I have a lot of questions about that. You what know? is that? Like fucking Kendrick Lamar? Like, be humble, sit down. Exactly. All of y'all. <laughs> Insert so, that right here. <laughs> I wanna I, I I wanna maybe put maybe put a pin in that for a future discussion on 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 what what that means and why I've been seeing it so much, but just like yeah. Oh my god, that- can we please get on like some middle school coaster boy to explain to us what the fuck cringe even means? <laughs> <laughs> oh my remember the word that was going around in 2020, chuggy? Remember that word? Hashtag chuggy. And now it's like damn. Yeah. I don't even Anyways. know what that even no. We talked about that. That was like we the did. live laugh love decor. Yes. Like the vibe from a live laugh love sign was chuggy, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. See, look at me remembering things, y'all. So the fact that that coaster boy had chicken or that that his girlfriend was just like eating chicken, living her life. And that's cringe. Let me fucking tell you. That's cringe. But um, not chuggy. No, not chuggy. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, I think I think we'll do a good job with it with a park here. Laurent, I think will be really good. Laurent's a nice small park. I am um, excited for Laurent. I think that's going to be a gem on that trip. That's um, we're going to hit it right off the bat too. Yes, the only bad thing about Laurent I'll say is there's no air conditioning. There is not an indoor place you we can go except for the gift shops, which which does suck. That is like that is the one thing I do find about Laurent that I struggle with. Okay, well we'll have to try and space that out or pace ourselves in or, or something. Like we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely figure it out. And also the great thing is, too, it's not like a full, like, it's not like an eight to eight park. It's a, it's like we can get it done, most of it, in a decent amount of time. Right, and then leave for a little bit or and maybe come back for a couple of night rides before we call it a yeah. day or, you know, like, because I don't know about you, but we had these conversations way back in the day about how I've historically done parks. And obviously, like, any park that I've been to since 2012 has been Galaxyland and the water park at West Edmonton Mall. So that's completely out of the story. So 10 years ago, back when Logan pondered the states and ventured around, we went to the parks at opening, rope dropped to certain areas of Magic Mountain, and then would leave in the early afternoon to evening, spend some time at the AC in the hotel, go check out some things in the city. That's where I discovered the double stacks from Wendy's. Mm, yes you've mentioned that a couple times yeah oh so good and then we go back in the evening when it cools down crowds die down a little bit because they're all going up for supper and food or going to the shows and then it's still some nice night rides that sounds amazing and honestly i think that's something we can do because both here and in montreal we can just like be like you know what we want to call it we want to go back and just chill in the house like it's yeah not that far from my house to wonderland and then of course montreal we're not that far from the airbnb so i think that is something that i'm super happy to do we can we can or we can go out and do something else like go maybe have a sit down meal and have like inside air conditioning elsewhere um all of the above is an option but i think yeah not pushing ourselves not making us so hot in the air conditioning because oh god it's it's it can be so bad but i like your idea of night rides because riding the cool night is just oh it's so good I love just listening to us versus like high school Logan listening to any coaster podcasts where they're talking about like 
how to maximize your day, get certain amount of rides on these runs. And Mm -hmm. where do you run to in the park first and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, let's go sit in the gift shop. Oh, and that's unfortunately part of the reason going down a little bit of a rabbit hole here, but there's unfortunately part of the reason why I can't listen, watch like coaster YouTube anymore as much, or I can't listen to coaster podcasts. It's like, go, 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 you go, you got 50 fucking rides with lightning rod and go, go, you did next. And it's just like, fuck, it's just even stressful. Like, I'm just like, cringe. Yeah, <laughs> bringing that back. Um, it's 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 hard. Like I like I definitely understand traveling somewhere and wanting to get your money's worth. That is very fair. But like like I think being realistic and because like if you're just exhausted and like burnt out on your trip and it's so hot you can't even like move. Like I I like especially at like parks that don't have a lot of shade or don't have a lot of air conditioning. Like that can fuck you up for a while, and especially. On a trip like like when you're coming out east here, that's ten days. Like you got we got a, we got a long time to fit in there that you don't want to. We don't want either of us to go hard the first couple of days that that you're here, so we can really enjoy the rest of the time. Yeah, like the only thing that I see us potentially going hard on is the water park on the way back, mm. and that's simply because we're going to be there for what four or five hours tops. Yeah, because it's just purely a stop on the drive back from Montreal to Toronto. So I think that's the only time I actually see myself going decent. And even that it'd be like floating around a lazy river for 10 minutes. Well, and the nice thing is you're cool. You're nice and cool. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think actually have talked about water water park etiquette here, but I'm not really a sit in the sun person. I get too warm. I will either sit in the shade for sure. Or I'll be either on a slide in the pool or in the lazy river. I'm too fucking white to sit in the sun. I put two <laughs> bottles of sunscreen on myself when I worked the outdoor pool at the start of the season. I went through two bottles of SPF 70. The waterproof oh stuff, the sports stuff. I went on over and still toasted my shoulders up in that week. So I just have accepted defeat and I just wear shirts wherever I go. I'll take oh him off God. on the slide, right? And just hold on to it, right? So you can still slide and have a good time. But I, yeah, no shame in it. I wear shirts to water parks because it's so much more comfier yeah no i it honestly makes sense i mean just for the fucking skin like exposure to the sun like you said oh my god it's a lot yeah no the protecting my skin from the heat and the sun skin cancer is cringe oh god (laughs) that is true not like this the cancer itself fuck you cancer that that's what i'd say Yes, exactly. So I think that's a good thing. I mean, it was a little bit of a um, a tangent from like my my trip itself, but I I over I went over kind of what we're doing, high level of that, and also like like really reiterating our fact that we were talking about here. I don't want to go too hard. I do have a certain amount of energy and stamina that I can do. I don't want to get motion sick mm-hmm. on any of these trips. Um, so yeah, st- trying to stay hydrated. I. I definitely get better as the visits go on. Like I always know my first couple of visits of the year, I get like a little bit queasy and then it does get better as the, okay. as the season goes on. Um, but I will definitely be doing the, I think I've talked about this before my, my concussion exercise that helps with eye tracking, which helps a lot with dizziness on, on the, on the, on the plane, on the coaster. Um, so yeah, that's basically Europe and I'm excited. I feel like we're getting excited about our trip too. Like we're talking about a lot here. I feel like as we get closer, like when I'm back and after you go to Alberta, um, we'll be even more excited talking about it, which is cool. I've never had this dynamic where it's like actually talking about meeting up. 
All right. Like, y'all, Mitch and I haven't even met in real life before. I think the closest we've ever been geographically is when you flew over Regina. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I've flown over Saskatoon a couple times, too, depending on how far north the plane goes. But uh, geographically, yeah. yes, 30,000 feet. Yeah. So uh, it's it's going to be a good time just meeting up. And I, I'm still not going to be able to get past. That's going to be my sticking point of the whole trip, me being the shorter one. I'm not going to be able to swallow that pill for a little while. So are, do you like... Like we've only ever seen each other on the screen, of course. Do you like? Can you picture me? How tall I am? Like, can you picture it? Because a lot of people say when they see me on a screen and then they meet me in person, they're like, "Whoa, you're way taller than I thought." Or like, how are you picturing it? I'm picturing you as like <laughs> this is gonna sound so bad, but it's not. Okay. I'm picturing you as my one buddy from work who is six three. Very jacked native dude who's in the States and plays hockey. That's kind of like okay. about the height that I'm expecting you and like the presence, like the space that you take the, up kind of idea. The space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so I think I have an idea in my mind, but obviously what you have in your mind is never reality. So I'm very excited to see how that uh, walking out of the terminal is going to be like in Toronto. I know it's going to be funny. I I, I'm so used to being the the tall one. So whenever I have short, like uh, friends that are taller than me and I'm the shorter one, it, it throws me off. So I completely understand. And it's barely going to even be anything. And honestly, I wear basketball shoes everywhere. So it'll probably even out, but like, it's I, still going to be yeah. funny. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. I, I, I just can't believe it's here. Holy shit. That's going to be so cool. It's so fun. What is this recording where we're not just uber depressed and hating our lives? Like, what is this dynamic? I've never felt it before. It's also too, I mean, it's one of the few recordings we've ever done where it's both, it's been beautiful weather out here too. Like, like, yeah. like in both our places and beautiful weather, summer, actually things to look forward to. Those things have not combined since we've known each other, really. Honestly, you know what humbles me when I just think about how nice I'm feeling right now? And I'm like, damn, that's just the normal for the majority of people out there. <laughs> Must be nice to not have fucking mental illness. <laughs> yeah. And like, and not even just feel like amazing and fantastic. Just feel nice. I just feel okay. Like I don't yeah. have just a million thoughts running around in my head right now. It's pretty nice. I know. It, it is. It is very, very nice. Um and not saying I don't have mental illness because I do, but when when it takes a step back, when it takes a moment to, to breathe and summer comes, it's nice. It's a nice break. Yeah, well, like I, I always explain my head as it's literally like you go into your computer that's got a billion tabs open, but I'm bouncing around between each one of those things constantly. It's nice that the one playing the actual audio is not the depressive stuff. So it's it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, just run it in the background. We'll deal uh, with it tonight when we try and sleep. <laughs> That's why that's we got these. <laughs> yeah, that, yes, yes. You, Logan just held up some water to the camera. Yes, water, 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 water. Yes, not not uh, blue raspberry gummies. Water. H two O. Agua. H two O. ASMR. I still want to do an episode in ASMR. I like I. Can still, I still want to do it. Can we please put a pin in it and do it? Well, I'll definitely let you do it. I think we need to experiment on the Patreon as an off-topic first. That's the other one. I have so much energy to use with the show right now, but none of our schedules are coordinating, which has been making it hard to actually make stuff happen. But it's it's okay. It is what it is. I know. I know. It's, I mean, once I'm back, it'll be a bit better. Um, going to summer is tough in general, but yes. um, well, I think once closer... Took summer Sorry? off before. 
That's why we took summer off. Yeah, before. literally. Yeah. That that is why. I mean, we can even. I mean, we haven't even discussed it, but we can even talk about taking. I think we did talk about when we first launched the show taking off a little bit in the summer because not maybe not two or three months like we have in the past, but definitely taking some time in the summer. So maybe that's a conversation when Coaster Bro gets gets back from wherever he is because he also. Um, is moving right now. I think we, we talked about in the last show, he's moving, he's going into a new house, he's getting everything set up. So it's been, he's been really busy. And and I think that's, I and mean, it's important to realize that like life happens and exciting things happen. But yeah, maybe we will take a little bit of a break in August or, or something like that. I don't know. Oh, the, Kuna all is up in the air. No, oh, 100%. Yeah, no, we're just giving him a hard time because that's exactly what y'all would do to me if I were gone or if you were gone, we'd do to you. So we're, we're, we're friends. This is the we last, all know what's up. This is the last time you'll hear from me for how many episodes? One, two, at least two. Two, yeah, two episodes. Yeah, there, yeah. There's the one being released the week of June 5th, and the one being released the week of June 19th. But I'll be back after that, so you only have two episodes without me. <laughs> Which uh, I'm not going to tease too too much, but expect a very silly episode to uh, be coming out sometime mm-hmm. in there. We are very excited to record a silly episode. For I can't all wait to you. listen listen to it on the beach in Greece. <laughs> That's um, going to be so weird to think about when I'm recording now. Just Mitch yeah. on the beach in Greece, listening to that. I'll do like the download in Greece too. So it'll be like, it'll be like coaster because there's a one download in Athens. I'm like, fuck yeah. You got to do that in every country we go to now. Yeah. Yeah. So we could add a country to the coaster because he says, although I don't know what countries we've all, maybe it's a topic to discuss with coaster, but I don't know how many countries we've actually been downloaded in. Well, like I said, all the actual logistics stuff is all run through Coaster Bro. So I don't really know half the stuff that goes on with the podcast and the show, the demographics. I don't even know how many people we have listening, for crying out loud. Like, for all I know, it's just two people in their mom's basement right now. But I know it's more than that because, like, Frick, Coaster Bro developed quite the following on the socials. And then here <laughs> are it's you and I just dick around with two mics and a Zoom call. <laughs> and you do the editing and i truly just show fucking up i don't i don't fuck i literally just show up and swear a bit i just show up and say fuck 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 everyone else like everyone else puts in the work i'm just like the i'm the <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell i I'm the person i'm the personality hire how about that <laughs> the personality hire. <laughs> i am on the personality hire for that. that that's why i'm here oh no i unplugged my headphones okay you're still good i just can't hear you there we go we're back La 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 la. No, I got you. I'm back. Do we want to end off the show with a little charting? A little charting. Yes. So you got to walk me through this, Mitch, and you got to walk a bunch of the listeners through this, I'm sure. Because the the first time that I heard this, I thought it was called astronomy, but it's called astrology. Astrology. Okay. So astrology 101. You do not know what astrology is. Is. Um, maybe I should, I don't know that I don't want to be like insensitive, but basically it's the practice of using the stars. It's a range of divinatory practices. So like looking at the stars um, that classify information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the positions of the stars or the planets or anything in them. So um it goes back a long ways. There's very various different cultures who have looked at this. The most common form of astrology is called a horoscope. If you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of a horoscope. Yes, a horoscope. Okay. 
So your horoscope is, I'm just like, keep trying to open up on Wikipedia. So I like kind of can explain what it is without going off. Um, so this uh, horoscope is the actual chart or diagram that pr- represents the positions of the sun, moon, planets, and other astrological aspects at the time of a person's birth. So at the time you're born what were the stars and moon and everything doing and all this other stuff so um this is this is kind of become big i think it's based on chinese culture but in recent years it's become big in like the white people <laughs> TikTok Yay, world of like appropriation yeah literally of just like i'm an astrologist and just like a you know and that person. would be and so some people say it in the back cringe Oh, cr- ah, cringe. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. So, I'm just. No, dirty. no, it's okay. Keep rolling. I'm hey, having fun. I, I, I'm glad. No, keep and keep interrupting me because I, this is because I am an astrological hoe. I do subscribe to, I do subscribe to um, wanting to find out more about the astro- about, about astrology. It's almost like confirmation bias a little bit. It's a little bit like... Can we go you know, find they, they some place to get like our palms read or something funky in like Montreal? Yes. Or like out east? Yes. That might be a fun little trip. Or like, yeah, get our tarot cards written. Oh, fuck yes, I'm down. I'm so down. Okay, well, we'll put a pin in that one as well because that might be something fun. So the most important um, thing about, um, I guess, the a, not the most important, the most common... Um, aspect of a horoscope or astrology is what's called a birth chart. So a birth chart is exactly what I just explained. At the time of your birth, where were the sun, where were the moon, where where was the stars, the planets, and then also what was ascending at the time, what was coming up next. And what people who subscribe to astrology believe is that depending on the position of the earth, the moon, the sun, all that stuff, it can detect some you know, some uh, things about you, some uh, uh, how you're operating, how you face problems, how you process things. And this is based on that that horoscope I went back to that each specific position of the sun and the moon and all that stuff um, describes a different part of your personality or anything like that. I honestly am doing a horrible job. I've never had to explain this, but overall, but what you need to know is Based on the date, time, and location that you're born, it can tell you stuff about you. Um, and the three biggest signs that we we talk about are where your sun sign was, your moon sign was, and where your ascending or your rising was when you were born. So very, very high level again. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, but sun is where what stars were in the position of where where the sun was, where the highest point in the sky is. And that is your main horoscope. When you think about like your horoscope, like um, uh, Logan's Le- uh, Leo, uh, Logan's I'm Aries. I'm the IUD. A what? I always call it the IUD because it's like it like branches out and it's like the two little stoppers. The Aries. <laughs> yeah, the, they are. I'm the it IUD. Is the, it is the IUD. So you're the IUD. I'm, oh, yeah. a, Scor- I'm a Scorpio. And sun signs basically are kind of just your overarching signs, your kind of guide, your personality. They're over overarching um, everything about about you. There's your moon sign, which is where I guess the stars were in your moon, maybe at the bottom of the of the chart. I'm not exactly sure. And this describes your emotions. This is, describes how you how you process emotions, how you look at things, that sort of thing. And then your next 
and last sign, which I think is arguably all of them are important. Rising is basically what is next, what is coming up or ascending um, in the stars um, after you were born. And that describes how you come across to people, maybe not necessarily how you are, but this is more how you are perceived outside. This is how more you act. So those three things. So I have, I should probably have explained what we were doing before explaining all that, but I have wanted to for so long have everyone pick a coaster and we put in the date, time, and location that it opened, that it truly opened for the day. Um, we can get the day, I mean, the time we can, uh, some coasters we know the time, some we don't, but, and getting the birth chart of those coasters and seeing what personality traits the birth chart assigns to that coaster to see if it matches up. And I think it'd just be fun to see. So because of the two of us today, both Logan and myself have picked a coaster and we are going to do a birth chart of that coaster. Um, Logan, I see we have eight minutes left. Do we want to do this on this recording? Do we want to hop onto another one to start fresh? Or what's the vibe? I think we can hop on another one to start fresh. Give us as much time as we want. It's cool. super easy to edit on Zoom because I just chop out any silence bits or any parts where we name drop people we don't want to name drop. Or we say things <laughs> that we don't want on air, which has been never because we're great people. I Hashtag love it. Oh. not cringe. Um, would you like to go first with your coaster, or would you like to go? Would I would you like to see mine? I want to is... see yours first. You can uh, do the proper layout here for us, mm-hmm. and then uh, the listeners will be able to have an idea of what's going on here. So let's hear it. What do we got? My mine is dedicated to you. Oh, okay. I am doing Goliath at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Nice, good choice. Like this was a look, and you know what? It doesn't get enough love or talked about enough, and we've really never talked about it ourselves. So. Um, I just looked it up. Goliath was open. So this is not a soft open. This is the truly official opening on February 11th, 2000, which makes okay. it Pisces, Pisces or Aquarius, Aquarius makes it an Aquarius. Um, and so now the timing wise, um, I'm going to say, I don't know, you think noon? I, I don't think the time doesn't necessarily matter as much It's definitely during the day. So let's, it probably didn't open at opening. I would say noon is probably when the opening ceremonies were. Sounds good. Okay, so birthplace is Valencia. Is that actually the city? Valencia, California? Valencia, Santa Clarita, I believe, is the actual city in Valencia County, I want to say. Oh, maybe a Santa Clarita. Santa, Santa Clarita. Clarita. It's where the, uh, yeah, the Drew Barrymore show on netflix yeah. was filmed not the and drew barrymore show but like the series she was in the zombie one yeah oh it's such a good one i'm so mad they didn't renew it all right so it is formulating now what the birth chart is inserting dramatic music dun 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 all right so the sun is in aquarius the moon sign is in taurus and the rising is in, where is it? Where is the rising? I don't even see it. It did not rise. It is deceased. <laughs> he is not risen, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I don't think I can read this well enough. I think it's a Gemini. The sun is in Aquarius. Okay. I th- oh, I can, I can scroll. The moon is in Taurus. Mercury's in, I'll define the rising later, but anyways, we'll we'll read about the sun as Aquarius. 
I'm gonna only read a little bit of it, and then I want your thoughts on if this is this is Goliath and Magic Mountain's vibe. Right. And also, listeners at home, let us know if you think this is this is the vibe of Goliath and this coaster. One of the standout characteristics of those born under the sun sign of Aquarius is their unwillingness to follow the beaten track. With advancement and progress on their minds, there can be an irreverence to old and outdated ways of thinking and doing things. Many Aquarians aim to free themselves of personal and social conditioning. Although open to change in theory, Aquarians can be surprisingly stubborn. Their idealism runs strong, but they can be very fixed in their opinions. Often a bit aloof and even standoffish, Aquarians nonetheless are usually well-liked. They are curious and observant and tolerant in a broad sense. Prejudice and bias are offensive to the typical Aquarians. Aquarians are generally very clever, witty, and intellectual. They value progress and frankness. It's difficult to throw Aquarians for a loop. They're generally on top of things. All right, so that is... That is... That is that. Oh, here's a short description. Okay, here's a here's a quick short description. Independent, autonomous, and has progressive ideas, an unusual, rebellious, and revolutionary spirit. Weakness, overly detached and impersonal. Yes, and sorry, the rising is within Gemini. So, what do you think about the sun in 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 Aquarius? How do you think that that uh, that describes Goliath? I, I think it's pretty on point. And it definitely has aspects that I will give it there. I think the um, the standout-ish part would go on well with it, and it very much does its thing. I like the aloofness. I think aloof was very good. I think I think Goliath goes on unbothered with what goes on around them. Like, the park is changing, the people are changing, and it's just like, I'm here. Big I'm old sign out front, it's all a jungle queue still. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I can definitely see that. I like I can see them being stubborn. I can see them being, you know, all that stuff. And and you know, Aquari I love Aquariuses, so I uh yeah, I, I can I vibe with that. Nice. All right. The moon is in Taurus. So remember the moon excuse me, remember the moon is more emotion based. Familiarity is important to lunar Taurians. I don't know what Taurians? Is that the plural of Taurus? Okay. These people are earthy and strong-willed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They feel with their senses, and they are pretty much rooted in their ways. They revel in material comforts. In fact, building a solid and comfortable home and foundation helps to keep them feeling safe and content. It isn't wise to try to push Lunar Torians into doing anything, but once they have committed, they're persevering. There's a steadiness to this position of the moon that is comforting to those close to them. But the conservative streak in these natives can be maddening to more progressive personalities. They tend to go out of their way to avoid messy or unpredictable situations, crises, and emotional displays. Instead, they focus on creating a reliable and secure life around them. In relationships, Lunar Torians may not easily recognize their partner's need for change, growth, or emotional stimulation. However, Moon and Taurus natives are generally very romantic. Their affections are strong, deep, and unwavering. They are sentimental and warm. I'll do now I'll do the short description, the positives. Sweetness itself, convinced to his ideas and strong-willed, foresighted and willful, knows how to trust, appreciates the good things in life, appreciates and protects nature. 
possible issues, excesses in pleasure, laziness, sensuality, and thoughtlessness. So what do you think about the moon in Taurus for, that, for Goliath? I like that one a lot. I think that's pretty dead on, mm-hmm. especially with the um the the weaknesses that you just went over there. I think that's very descriptive of the ride experience on a Goliath. The laziness yeah. of going up the lift hill, like, oh my goodness, cresting one of those Giovanola hypers is insanely slow and just dragged out. I like that the moon sign had a lot to do with the with the sun sign. I think there was there, like strong, willful, but like also aloof. Like it's almost like it, Goliath cares but doesn't care. You know, like they they're just like very steadfast. I like that they're very like nothing has changed about that coaster or queue. They are set in their ways. That park has changed around them. Colossus has burned on fire, gone and went, and it's and Goliath is still still there. So. I, I like that it's related to the first one. Definitely. Do we All have right. a third part to this or? Third part, last one. All right. It's rising in Gemini. So funny enough, I am a Gemini moon sign. So rising in Gemini. Those born with Gemini rising see the world as a place to learn. They are curious about the people around them. Uh, while some signs like Sagittarius seek to expand their mental and physical horizons in a broad sense, Gemini is mostly interested in moving about in their social circles. These are people who love to ask questions, to move move around freely, and to mingle. Definitely restless, and often quick in physical expression. Uh, They exude an air of impatience, even if they don't mean it. In fact, there is a cleverness to Gemini ascendants that can intimidate some, especially sensitive folk. Uh, I lost my place. Oh, their facility with words can be a wonderful asset, although sometimes Gemini rising individuals identify too much with their mental agility and forget in their personal interactions and communication to nurture the people around them. So I'll do a quick... Oh, is there a... Um, there's not there's not really a quick one, but I would say, yeah, overall, Gemini rising here. Uh, yeah, okay, so they say there's two types of um, two styles of presentation most common with Gemini rising people. One style is bubbly, changeable, talkative, and a little quirky. Um, the other style is cool and and intellectual demeanor. These are often, these people are often witty and clever, but they present themselves in a less cheerful and changeable way than the first group. I would say that second description of it describes them, describes Goliath more a bit, again, a bit more on the, like keeping themselves social. Yes, but more like judgmental of others. Like I, again, want to be, want to be seen, but I don't want to be seen. So that, that's what I would say with the Gemini rising. Yeah, no, I very much, when you're uh, doing the long winded explanation there, all that I was thinking was the uh, spaghetti bowl section of Goliath after the mid course. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I very I much think. can see that. That's a, that's, that's fitting. Yeah. So I would say that birth chart was pretty good. I would say Goliath, that, that, that is a good, like a good one. I, I mean, of course, there's other ones like we can get to the Mercuries and the Venuses, but I think those are the three big ones that uh, I kind of agree with Goliath on. I like that. If we're going to give it a U.S. education system grade, I'm going to go with a B plus to an A minus. Oh, I was going to say B plus as well. Okay, I like that. Okay, so B plus for Goliath. Beauty. To A minus. Yeah. Um, what coaster should we do next for the birth chart? All righty. I picked. 
the Smiler. Oh, uh huh. Opening date May thirty first, twenty thirteen. May. When this podcast drops, it's got two weeks until its ten year birthday. May thirty first, twenty thirteen. Um, I'm gonna say about noon as well. Do you think? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Okay, and then the location is Alton on here. Alton. It is Alton, in England. Yeah. Alton, England. Yeah. All right. So your Smiler's sun is in Gemini. The moon is in Pisces. And I believe the rising is in Virgo. But I might have to go all the way down to just see. But we'll, we'll start with sun in Gemini. With the sun in Gemini, the urge for self-expression is strong. They often are just as interested in collecting information as they are sharing it. Oh, that's really weird. That's actually really weird. Curious to a fault, Geminis have a finger in every pie. Solar Geminis are flexible and change people. Their ability to adapt quickly to new situations generally gains them plenty of friends and social contacts. Usually quite clever and witty, Geminis enjoy intellectual conversations and they're easily bored if not sufficiently mentally stimulated. <laughs> did the fucking Smiler people, did they, they write this? The, 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 what's it called? The, um, the Bureau of Happiness or whatever they, they, they call it. I think they wrote this. Often quite adept at fitting in with others, Geminis easily adopt the moods of those around them. They are friends with people from all walks of life and they are not easily intimidated. Their ability to detach themselves can make Geminis very objective and observant, but a little difficult to get close to. Although they often have as many friends, intimacy can easily to solo Geminis. So a short description here, an opportunist. They express themselves easily and tend to learn quickly. They are welcoming and they like to travel with intellectual work. Some weaknesses here, a changeable and dif diffuse nature. They may waste energy by taking on too many things, lacking persistence and achieving set goals. All right. What do you think about the sun in Gemini for the Smiler? I think that is very accurate to how this coaster opened in its first two years of its life. Because holy shit, there's a whole table of incidents in its first two years of operating on Wikipedia. And the fact that the theme goes, I think, along well with the Gemini sun as well, which is actually kind of weird. Yeah, no, I like that. that that's, a, that's a fun and very connectable personal one. I like it. All right. Second off, the moon is in Pisces. Remember, the moon is emotions. Lunar Pisceans are known to be dreamy and not always in touch with reality. However, these people may not always show real-world savvy in day-to-day -day practical affairs. They make up for this and with remarkable intuition. They can put themselves into anybody's shoes with extreme ease. On the plus side, this endows them with remarkable compassion and love. The downside of this apparent ability to break down boundaries is they can easily lose themselves in the suffering of others. <laughs> oh, my God. Their sense of humor is delightfully silly and a bit odd. They are perceptive souls who seem to be in touch with all the nuances and subtleties of human nature. Often this comes through a strong sense of humor that is more of the receptive kind than the type of sense of humor that would generally make people the life of the party. It generally is generally pretty easily to get them giggling. Oh, this is a little weird. Um, short descriptions, imaginative, sharp insights, impressionable with abundant imagination, gentle, humorous, artistic. 
Potential issues, troubles caused by too much sentimentality, worries, problems, unhealthy imagination, escapism, and nervousness. So, Moon in Pisces, what do you think about that for the Smiler? Chef's kiss, that was very good. This was, that was really good. Like, you can see the, what I like about this is you can see the mental that it's taking you see like the, the the laughing the the wanting to be happy the wanting to be that but we're seeing a picture of someone who is very all over the place and very um uh yeah yeah i think that was a really spot on yeah okay uh, then what do we get the rising bit last but not least is the rising and so rising here uh virgo Mm. People with Virgo rising are often a little understated in their personal mannerisms and appearance, although a lot depends on the position of murky, blah, blah. Generally, there is an intelligent and reserved aura about Virgo rising individuals that is unmistakable. These are actually somewhat shy people who need time to analyze things around them before they warm up to both situations and people. This quality can be received exactly as that, or it can be received as rather standoffish, cool, and even critical. One of the biggest personality traits of this position is body awareness. People with Virgo ascendants are sensitive to any discomfort or other signals their body gives them. Many are especially interested and concerned with physical health, and some are attracted to mind-body awareness exercises such as yoga. Virgo rising people are, are often rather particular about food. That's a really specific, there's a lot of really specific shit here. Um, their, okay, their relationships may be confusing, uh, they, they appear collected and personal relationships can be messy because they, they don't see their partners and partnerships clearly. Yeah. I would have to say that it's not quite on, on brand, I would say. Not fully. I like the part at the very end there about not seeing their partners like completely in tune. Cause I yeah. mean, that's, that's kind of what happened that resulted in a little. Oh my God. But yeah, no, that, I, that one's a bit more of a stretch, but I I do really like the first two there. What would you rate the birth chart of the Smiler based on the personality of that was given to us? The the sun, like the solar and the lunar was up there with an A plus, but due to the last one, I'd have to put it two out of three is pretty darn good. And those were two strongs like A minus to solid A. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. The first two were just so good. They were so spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's the birth chart. Um, I know it was a lot of me talking, but I just I I love. I mean, I love that shit. I love reading my birth chart. So um, now we got to find out a little bit about those two coasters and uh, and all that good stuff. Nice. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. That's a lot of fun. I'd have to look up my own sometime after this recording then. Yes, you need to know the time you were born. But besides that, you uh, can look it up. I recommend not sponsored, sadly, um, the CoStar app. It's just CoStar. And then it tells you a lot about your birth chart. And then you can also compare things with your friends. Um, So, yeah, you can see, like, who is similar to you. But I love looking at that. My, My horoscope today with my birth chart is letting someone change um, change you can be painful, but so is remaining unchanged. That is deep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Let us know what you, what you think of 
your of the birth charts for the two coasters we did. Do you agree with them? Do you like them? Do you want us to do more of this? Do you want us to say fuck you and your your non-Christian magic? I don't know. Like, let me tell, let me know in the, let us know in the Discord. Um, but yeah, that was a very fun show. Um, we still don't know what happened to Coaster Bro. We are hoping it's all good. Yeah, I don't know what to think there. Uh, t- a quick toss in this back, not to be insensitive to Coaster Bro and his disappearance oh. on the episode. I think if this is a segment that comes back around, um, this needs to be like Coaster Black Magic or something. We need to find some sort of like, I don't know, overarching theme for this. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like the the um yeah something supernatural super coast the coaster supernatural i like that yeah we're getting we're definitely yeah. getting along uh the right lines there we'll we'll tidy it up and come with a nice perfected thing I'm it is 9 42 p.m here which means it is late but we did hear just hear from coaster bro just oh, as we I did said that. he did he just sent a message he forgot it was tonight got caught up doing shit at the house let me just say, Coaster Bro, I now that we know you're fine and nothing happened, at 9.07 this morning, I fucking confirmed the time. And guess what? You confirmed it back, Coaster Bro. This is your roast. This is the Coaster Bro roast right now. How dare you forget about Coaster us? Coaster Bro roast could be a fun episode, too. That's actually, that'd be fun. We should get everyone on it. We, should we get, need like, to do a roast show. That'd roast be really roast. fun if we just like open it up to the Instagram, the Discord, the DMs. <laughs> would you, would you, if, if we had a roast show for Coaster Bro, would you join? I'm too sensitive to have a roast show against me, but um, we're just kind of volunteering. Oh, dude, Coaster I'll let like you guys that. do one and even keep it anonymous to me. Go in hard. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just anonymously. Yeah, why not? Bit. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh my god, that's so funny. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> Let, let's get you off to bed here, Mitch. You got a big week coming up. Sure, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, well, I'll, I'll toss this into the socials on where to follow us. Y- y'all know the drill at this point. Solo.to slash CoasterCuzzies. So we can find the links to all of it. The TikToks, the Instagrams, the podcast. I don't know what else there is in terms of social media. But it's up there and that's where you can find it all. Uh, next week, we have got, I believe, another Great Cuzzy Road Trip episode coming out. I don't know where. That's Coaster Bro's job. He uh, spearheads that podcast. So hopefully they'll still record. And hopefully there's still something for you guys to listen to next week. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff will keep him in line. <laughs> will he, though? No, Je- Jeff's good about his show. Yeah. It's easy being the personality when you just show up, talk, hop off. It's great. I guess they do a little bit more research on those episodes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just out here searching up fucking coasters, birth charts and stuff. Like this was a really fun episode. I enjoyed this a lot. I loved it. It was so fun. It really was. So I'm excited to edit this one, get all put together for you guys and head on out. Uh, I don't know, Mitch, you got any words for us before you hop the pond? 
Um, I am very excited to bring some uh, fresh Europe content. We don't talk about Europe a lot on this show. So um, let, let us know also, um, as you're listening to this, what you want to hear. What kind of recaps do you want to hear? Um, do you have any questions? Maybe we'll do like a question and answer about Europe or traveling or long haul traveling in general. Um, yeah, so let, let us know. I'm very excited to talk about it. And I'm excited to report back on how it was. Yes, very, very excited to A, just watch all your stories and all your stuff unfold over there in Europe, but then also in a month or so, get you back on the show and listen to how uh, it all went down and all the fun little stories and the quirkiness in between. So it should be a good time. Love it. All right. Well, we'll have a couple episodes, me and Cosper running the show. Like I said, we're going to have a fun, silly episode coming out for you guys soon. But until we drop those, you guys all take it easy. Wear those seatbelts when you're in the car. Don't drink and drive. That's cringe. Uh, let's yeah. see. Yeah, keep your sticks on the ice. And you all take care, eh? <laughs> <laughs>